Hey guys, it's L. Just wanted to say thanks for listening. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And if you have any questions, you can always DM us on Instagram at Off the Reservation Podcast. And maybe, just maybe, we'll answer it in a future episode. Now, on with the show. Hey guys, welcome to Off the Reservation, a podcast where we let you know the only way to win the game is to not play. And you all lost the game. I'm Mal. I'm El. And I'm the son of Picasso. So how are you all doing? Um, I think I wanted to start off this uh, episode uh, where we wanted to acknowledge the fact that our podcast has been listened to in other countries. Across uh, the waters. Across the waters. And it's really exciting for us because, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I never expected like us to like get out of the United States. Hey, that's what we do. We're off the reservation. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, time that back. Off the reservation. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we just kind of wanted to give a shout out to those of you who've been listening across the water from us. Uh we got uh, someone, uh, a couple people listen to us in India, mm. Sweden, oh. Germany, and the Netherlands. Oh. Oh. Nice. Specifically in South Holland in All the right. Netherlands. So, You South Hollands, thank you. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Man, I can't wait till we're big in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> I want to we'll get the like Hasselhoff status, you know? Hasselhoff. <laughs> 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 like, like muscular like Hasselhoff like running no, on the he's beach got a Hasselhoff. big following out in uh, Germany man I want to be big like Hasselhoff <laughs> just like physically just all around muscular <laughs> I want to Hasselhoff. the Hoffman that the guy Hoff. brought down the wall man <laughs> single-handedly single-handedly <laughs> we owe it to to David you know, and, before and that, him. he was Night Rider. Like, I mean, in one sense, you guys are busting him up. I'm like, all right, it's okay. But Night Rider, Night Rider was a significant part of my childhood. So, I mean, I feel like that's the epitome <laughs> of like that time's ideal of the man. He talks to his car. He spends all his time with his car. Hmm. Yeah, something wrong with that picture, I guess. Huh? Okay, <laughs> hey, you guys knocking this over. <laughs> no, Mr. Hasselhoff, our hats are off to you. Um, but also just some of the other things, uh, was that we've been mostly listened to on iPhones. Oh, and thank you all, uh, you Apple, Apple, uh, owners out there. Well, it's, I just found out that we are on Apple podcasts. Oh yeah. So that was I, cool. <laughs> yeah, We're so on all platforms mostly, right? Most of them, uh, yeah. Google, Google podcasts, uh, Apple podcasts, uh, Spotify, Spotify, Anchor. Yeah. So y'all can find us anywhere. Or even on YouTube. We're trying to be available. Yeah. Accessible, you know. Accessible. Just trying to get that message out there to the masses. Well, the thing that kind of uh kind of got to me is is the fact that our our Android users, there's only eighteen percent. Oh, so no. like come on guys. Come on, Android users. Come on, you guys gotta do it. You gotta represent for <laughs> Android. Yeah. And then another interesting thing, um, seventy percent of our audience is uh women. Nice. So you know, thank you, ladies. Yeah, thank you, ladies. <laughs> I'm married. Ladies out there. We're, we're, we're all married, so. <laughs> if that's why you're listening, then. And, sorry. And, and I feel like, you know, some of those ladies are, are aunties. So, hi, auntie. Yeah. Aunties. They're all aunties. <laughs> There's someone's aunt. <laughs> There's some, somebody's auntie. Um. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you so much, everybody. <laughs> this is uh, episode six, and um, that's yeah. pretty exciting. Yeah. Our sixth episode. It's I our mean, first six episode. I feel <laughs> <laughs> you only have one first six episode. You know, it's special. Very special. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I guess one of the things I guess we'll get right into it. Like one of our uh, the questions we we're going to cover today. And uh, if you guys want to interact with us, you can send us your answer to these questions as well over at uh, Off the Reservation Pod on Instagram. Yeah, reach out to us. We'd yeah. love to hear what you guys think. And definitely, definitely, if you send it over, we will definitely take a look at it. And uh, we may even 
feature it in a future episode. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, the question we have today is, um, which one would you guys do? The red pill or the blue pill? Red pill. <laughs> red pill or the blue pill? Wait, is this political affiliation? No, 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 no. This oh. is... This is in reference to uh, the Matrix, the oh, movies. Yes, of course. Um, here we have on Wikipedia the the term "red pill" and "blue pill" is referring to. Let's see. Uh, the red pill is potentially unsettling or life changing truth by taking the red pill, or remaining in content ignorance by taking the blue pill. Hmm. And so, I don't know about you guys, but like. This is after the Matrix came out. Like I started like questioning this. Like, would I? Which one would I take? And I don't know. I feel like when I was younger, like I definitely would have taken the red pill. But now that I'm like where I am, I don't know. I I kind of feel like maybe the blue pill is the way to go. <laughs> You're like, I've, I've already lived so much, and I'm kind of okay with how things are for myself. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go through the, the pros and cons, I guess. Right. So you got the, the red pill, right? You said that's to figure out potentially unsettling life changing truth. Yeah. You know, and if there's one thing that we as humans are always doing, it's running from truth. You know what I mean? I mean oh, definitely. In one way or another, everybody's like, mm, I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> you know? Oh, definitely. But. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It, it takes what it takes some guts to be able to say like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go for that. I'm gonna, <laughs> go for it. I'm gonna deal with that." Shoot, man, red pill or blue pill is just like <laughs> taking the steps to go to therapy and <laughs> yeah. dealing with your childhood trauma and acknowledging it. <laughs> you know, like that's that's essentially that's what that is. It's like, do I want to know what the problem is, or am I okay just forgetting that whole whatever happened when I was a kid and and just living? You know, it's like. Um, yeah, it's like I the difference know. between like finding out like, oh yeah, everyone had to wear shoes in the house and other people First being like, always the harder. <laughs> but like other people being like, oh yeah, well we weren't allowed to walk in our house. We had to hover everywhere. And you're like, that's not okay. <laughs> Do you guys remember in community, there's that episode where uh, Donald Glover's character turns 21 <laughs> and he finds out, eventually finds out that he's actually 22 <laughs> and he's like he's like no 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 but it's okay because everybody repeats uh fourth grade for a second time because it's hard for everyone no mom <laughs> he like realizes that because he 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 repeated fourth grade that he for some reason he always thought that he was like a year younger <laughs> you're oh, like no, no man you, you've been 21 for a year <laughs> he's like oh and he realized that his mom lied to him to make him feel better you know <laughs> Because That's second grade or fourth grade is hard for everybody, <gasps> mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's the that's the thing. Would you, son of Picasso? Would you would you accept the truth or would you take the blue pill? Uh, that's 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 a hard one. There, you know, it, it. I can see both sides of the coin, but I think ultimately I would feel bad for the people that are still plugged in, and I would have no choice but to to take the red pill try to liberate those people still sleeping, you know? Yeah. I mean, at the, at the same time, like you think about it, there's plenty of people who are happy within their ignorance, who, who still, because if you think about it, like you've built this life, whether like what is true life, what is real life. If you're stuck in this simulated program, that's, that's uh, pretending to be life and you've lived, I don't know, 30 years building this imaginary life, having children, having a wife, having all these things, would you therefore be willing to give it up? Or would you rather thrust yourself out into what would be considered the real world and therefore have to develop a whole new life? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it would depend on how uh, dope my my life was. <laughs> like if my life was crap, I'd be like, "Oh, let's do it." But I don't know. I guess if my life was like amazing and rich and stuff, he'd be like, oh, "Just leave me plugged in." <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of like the thing, right? It's kind of like I don't know. See, this kind of goes back to this idea of like, well, like someone's reality may not be your reality. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some, like you said, like some people might be having 
an amazing life. And they're like, you know what? I'm enjoying this and I'm okay. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, I guess it's everybody's personal decision. You know what I mean? And that's why I said, like, it comes back to being like, man, are you brave enough to like, yeah, maybe you have good things happening and yeah. you're like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to unplug it all and get, mm-hmm. you know, walk away from that. And, and, and it basically you're going down a hard path, you know what yeah. I mean? To be like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to potentially lose all that and that's fine. You know, you it's know, a risk. it is interesting because in a real, in a real world sense, I kind of deal with that on a daily basis because I mean, here I am and I rely, you know, I'm, I'm a painter, I'm, I'm an artist. And so I rely on fans to support what I do at the same time. You know, I also am native and I make political cartoons that talk about the plight of natives, you know, and it's like there's a fine line of turning people off and turning off, you know, customers versus, you know, being keeping it real. And eventually I just had to look at it and say, you know, uh, my people need me. My people need a voice. And if those people can't Mm -hmm. accept this, then you know, it's okay. I don't need their money. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I guess that's a real world sense of, of taking the red pill or blue pill. And I think that's probably the problem is a lot of people that are in positions of affecting, or I guess influencing, like those types of things, they play it safe. They don't stand in the gap for the people that have no voice, you know? Yeah, yeah that's true. Like you, you, you recognize that, that like, influencers and you know they are they're ah, in a sense kind of owned yeah by the, yeah uh, they're 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 trapped by, by these companies image. that that are basically supporting them you know and yeah. it's like and i think that's where it comes down mm-hmm. to so some of us are built to be yes men some of us are built to take orders and to do and to be a cog in the wheel and i, I wasn't meant to be that you know, and so I, the fact that I'm an artist, I love the fact that I'm my own ship's captain, so to say. Mm-hmm. You know, at the same time, I only have myself to blame if things go completely array. So, yeah. you know, but it is a fine line to walk because you want to be real to your people. And at the same time, you you don't want to be so radical that sometimes you turn people off to the message itself, you know. Yeah. And... I think as I've gotten older, I've gotten more comfortable into just giving it to people. Just I, I call it sometimes you have to spoon feed art to people, and sometimes you can just give it to them straight in the vein. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think when I was younger, I had to spoon feed a lot of people the message of Native liberation. And as I've gotten older, I've been able just to put it there in your face with my work. And so, I mean, that's that's I guess a real world application of red and blue pills. <laughs> It's a, uh, it's very, I don't know. Um, I, I don't see, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's really a question you can answer. You know what I mean? Like, it's so, like you said, there's so many like things you got to think about, you know, and, and at some point or in some way or another, I think everybody is like, you know, dancing that line, <laughs> you know what I mean? With, mm-hmm. any, you know, with certain, whatever it is in their life, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, you know, am I. And even, so this could even go back to people that are like, maybe I'm not comfortable around other people, but it's because I'm afraid I'm going to like turn people off, you know what I mean? Because I'm like so eccentric or whatever, you know? And so like, you know, people like subdue their personality back, you know, because they don't want to like throw people off, you know? But it's like, it's kind of like, yeah, do I go out there and take the red pill and be like myself and feel comfortable with myself? And potentially, like, turn people off, you know, yeah. turn people away? Or, you know, do I take the blue pill and just, like you said, kind of be a yes man and, and I, I don't know, just mm-hmm. be an agreeable person, you know? Yeah, um, yeah I think it's, uh, I don't know. Well, I think, I think personally, like, part of it, uh, part of one of the things that really interested me in this whole question of, like, red pill, blue pill, was the question of what is real, what is the reality? And I remember uh, one thing that I, that I remember most is like growing up and going through high school and everything. Everyone always says it, it's the time in which you determine who you want to be when you grow up. And 
um, going through that whole process, like I, I hadn't experimented with like different things and uh, became aware of what anxieties, what fears and what kind of feelings I had towards like who I wanted to be. And so like uh, growing up, I like I wanted to be the person that was able to fit into any group and do all those things. And um, I eventually ended up just realizing that the only thing, person that it really matters to is to you. Who do you want to be versus who everyone sees you as? And um, as you get older, I mean, what, like, this is this is now where I'm stuck as. But ultimately, I think we always look up to those people who, in essence, take the red pill and, and go out on a limb and become who they want to be. Like, um, what is it, uh, Dave Baptista. Uh, I don't know if you know much about him or his career, but he plays uh, Drax. Oh, yeah, Drax the Destroyer. Drax the Destroyer. And he had talked about how he got his start in um, the, what was it? The, the wrestling. Yeah, in wrestling. Mm-hmm. And how he WWE. felt. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was something to do with him feeling like he was um, in competition with like uh, John Cena. Hmm. And how John Cena ended up going out and ended up starting an acting career. And John C- uh, and Dave Baptista was like, man, I wish, you know, why can't I do that? And eventually he just was like, I need to do it and ended up doing it. And in a way he, like I would say, like he, he took the red pill. He realized the reality was whatever he, could, he wanted it to make it. And therefore he became Drax and... I don't know. I mean, like, I think he's been successful since then with uh, his acting career and how it's expanded. Well, and then, like, a lot of it is really, it kind of, the red pill, blue pill, like, while, yes, there's more intricacies to it, it kind of essentially boils down to just, like, are you willing to take the risk and... Yeah, are you are you gonna risk yeah. it to get the biscuit? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's like yeah, like you said, like putting yourself out there, and and for you, like you know, how far can I push it? You know, as far as like getting my message out there, and mm-hmm. then even with Dave Batista, you know what I mean? He was like, I want to be, I want to try, you know, but mm-hmm. like, there's so many people, yeah. there's so many people out there that are like, I want to do this, or I want to try this, or I want to be this, but they're too scared or insecure about what everybody else mm-hmm. is going to think or how it's going to be receptive, uh, yeah. received or, or any of that, you know, that like, you don't do it. You don't take the chance. You know what I mean? You don't decide, Oh, I want to go move to a new city and try something I've never done before. You know what I mean? Like people don't, a lot of us don't because it's just, it's easier to be like safe. You know what I mean? Like you're in, you're in your comfort mm-hmm. zone, Yeah. you know, and you're like, well, I don't want to rock the boat. I'm just going to leave it. You know? Yeah. And, you know, when I was growing up, I had a lot of people try to dissuade me from being an artist, you know, hmm. tell me, oh, you know, you need to get a career. You need to do something that gets a pension. You need to do some sort of job with the city. And, you know, I look at those people now and I'm like, whoa, you are a yes, man. You are a cog in the wheel and you are what's wrong with the system, so to say. You know what I mean? And I'm like, wow, if I would have done that and if I would have listened to you then the whole world would have lost out on my message. You know what I mean? And that itself was like, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, honestly, like I I don't, I disagree with you on the, on the, uh, on the idea that being a yes man is a bad idea or a bad thing because in this world, no matter what, there's going to be a yes man, whether it's somebody who follows along with your belief and they're just saying, yes, yes, this is correct. This is how it is. I don't know. See, I, I guess, I, I mean, I could see your point. But in my world, I am the boss. In, in my world, I... <laughs> Who's the boss? I, <laughs> I am the boss. <laughs> I am ultimately the creator of what I make. And I am my own financial backer. And it was at a certain point where I realized, I was like, wow, I am the boss. I don't have to take your crap, your crap, your crap, your crap. I hate the way you run your company. You ran your company into the dirt and I've made you all kinds of money. Now I'm running things, you know, and it, it is liberating in a sense because I've learned from all these other people who have done horrible at their job. You know, you essentially went, look at me, 
look at me. I and, am the captain. And so, I am the captain now. <laughs> and so now it's like I, I truly can say whatever I want. You know, and it's a good thing that I'm a good person because if not, then we would be in big trouble. You know what I mean? We might not have started this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, well, you know, so I, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying. I think, I think a lot of it kind of comes down to like, okay, what's good for one person may not be good for mm-hmm. me. And while you say like, you know, you're a cog in the system, like I acknowledge that like there's times where I am, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I'm okay with that. I think it took me a long time to figure out for myself, like to realize that like everybody needs to figure out what's important to them. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? If, you know, having a message and getting your message out there and being your own boss Mm -hmm. is what's important to you, then like you can make that happen. You know what I mean? And if you're okay with like working a nine to five and, you know, because you mm want to have, the security, I guess, of, you know, working for a company that can pay, you know, insurance and all of mm-hmm. the, just all the other stuff. And, you know, and you're okay with that because what's important to you is spending time with your family and maybe, you know, just having a regular steady paycheck and not having to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Like then that works for that person, you know, but like you said, it's, it's different for everybody, you know? And I think, I think one thing that's missing for a lot of people is not recognizing that. Mm-hmm what you're what you're trying to achieve it may not be this it's not going to be the same as everybody mm-hmm. else yeah. and that's okay like be okay with that mm-hmm. you're not gonna we may not be millionaires you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. and like that's okay like we have family we have friends we have a place to sleep you know what i mean like we yeah. have things that like i think we just can be really thankful for you know and 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 like it's possible like it's been it's mm-hmm. it's possible to make those for ourselves and that's you know that's i think that's kind of cool yeah. well and, see and i i see what you're saying because i didn't get to just where i am overnight to speak about native rights and right yeah. to be so bluntly right i had to have a nine to five you know what i mean there it's was, a process yeah and, and to be in this position now it's like Am I just going to sit here with my mouth shut now, or am I going to use this freedom and this platform to scream as loud as I can for native rights? You know. Well, it's like yeah, you've you've worked, just like everybody else is going to have to work for whatever it is that they want. Mm-hmm. You you had to work for to get to that point, you yeah. know. And um, I think that's just something that's like, I don't know. I think that's something that's that is doesn't get taught to us as kids. You know what I mean? Yeah of like you said it's it's told like okay well you have to go to school you have to get a a job that's going to pay this you have to it's it's you have to it's not like you have a choice you know what i mean mm-hmm. well and so when you go grow up and you say like i'm i'm going to become an artist you know and people are like oh you know like oh, that's, no, not that's not gonna work it's like well how am i supposed to like you know how how am i as a as a young adult gonna feel you know what I mean? That like, okay, I only have one track now and, <laughs> and that's what I'm going to, you know, and so that's where you get that feeling of like, ugh, man, I'm just a brick in the wall, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, Cotton what I, my life doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no people like, you know, we got to like encourage our, our kids, you know what I mean? To express themselves and figure out what it is they want to do. Oh, yeah. Well, honestly, I think, I think the thing that's been interesting is, is looking back at it, I feel like for our grandparents' generation, it wasn't they didn't have the the access or the 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 freedom to the be choices. able to yeah the the freedom to even ask this question of like what do I want to be? It was more of That's like true. you need to get married, you need to get a job, and you need to provide for your family and provide for your mom and dad, your brothers and sisters, and things like that because it was a state of survival that entire time. Yeah, they didn't have the opportunities that were afforded mm-hmm. today. Yeah. And therefore now nowadays we are able to have the free time. I mean, like and what I, we're sitting here recording. I think that's a why podcast. so many of them joined the military. You know, you look at our grandparents' age and that's why most of them joined the military because it was something that they could do as a career. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Or even it was just something that something they could do. Yeah. <laughs> like there wasn't a whole lot of opportunities yeah. for for them. And I get that. So like I, and I also think like, you know, we have to, I don't know, give some, you know, give, have a little grace, (laughs) you know what I mean? When it comes to like our, 
the past generations. And like yeah. you said, like the way that like they talk to us sometimes, you know, and it's like they, they, they didn't know another way, you know? Oh yeah. And so, you know, I don't blame, I don't blame my parents or anybody, you know what I mean? For mm-hmm. making me feel a certain way, but I am really thankful that like I'm, beginning to kind of see a bigger picture here well i mean it's like grandpa grandpa didn't teach our parents how to speak navajo because he believed that the future of the this country wasn't going to be needed wasn't going to need navajo in our language but nowadays like if i want to do a um an audition for a movie the first thing they want is to me the they want me to say the lines in english and then translate it into Navajo and say it in Navajo. And I'm like, man, how great would it have been to be able to be like, oh, yeah, I'm bilingual like that. You know, that yeah, just yeah. Is, is an extra uh, skill that you have in your arsenal to be able to reach to that point. And I mean, along the same lines. So looking back, like, I feel like the ability to look back and go, man, I should have taken that red pill is is a special thing that we can do in our lifetime because I mean, I remember there's a few times where I've had uh, opportunities to like go places and do things, but because of my perceived reality, I didn't like, so one story is like, um, one of my, my agent had uh, contacted me and, uh, we were talking and pretty much I found out that she had a contact with, uh, the walking dead casting Ooh, man. and, I was super excited. I was like, man, I could be on The Walking Dead. Like, like even to get in a, on a season or just a couple episodes. And she was like, well, if you're serious about doing this, then you need to go ahead and uh, be ready to relocate yourself to, to Georgia. And you're going to have to uh, live there for a few months during shooting. And during that time, I had a girlfriend and our relationship was um, tumultuous and <laughs> and the whole idea of like also moving away from my parents and, you know, having to leave them here. It was kind of like a lot to have to take on. But if I had, you know, now that I look back at it, I'm like, man, if I had even like gotten involved, I could have um, expanded my ability to like made some connections, done some other things, eventually been able to take care of more people. But I didn't because I had a girlfriend and I didn't want to leave home. Well, there's always, you know, you can make a million excuses, you know, for reasons why we don't do things, all of us, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you said, like hindsight's twenty twenty. you know, like, See, oh they man, all, I should have took all that. All these instances cent. shape you as a person, yeah, right? Yeah. So like the next time you have something like that, look at both sides of the coin and you're like, wow. I do have regret about this, but in the same sense, there's this, you know, and it, they all just shape you and mold you. And now yeah. you have that experience. You can even pass it along to somebody else, you know, <laughs> somebody else that like, you know, maybe they're in this, they could be in a similar situation, you know, and you well, think listener, like, you know, if you're in this situation, remember, you know, years from now, you look at back at it and maybe you'll, you'll have wished you had made a different choice. Yeah. Well, just, you Boyfriends know, friends come and go, but <laughs> legends never die. <laughs> Follow your heart, kid. You never go wrong. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. hey, let's uh, let's take a quick break, and then uh, we'll be right back after uh, some these of these short messages. Short messages, yeah. Very short messages. All right. Thanks, guys. Hey guys, thanks for uh, listening in with us, and uh, we're back from our break. So, uh, I think I think we are going to go ahead and go into uh, another question. And if you guys also want to get on in on this question, you can definitely contact us, uh, DM us at Off the Reservation Podcast. Um, but yeah, the question that we have now is if you could have if you could have any superpowers. What superpowers would you uh, choose? Mm, that's a good mm. question. I don't know. I mean, personally, what would you choose? Personally, I, I've always, I mean, like growing up in like the age of like 
awesome uh, superheroes and everything. Like, I always liked Spider-Man. But from... For a really long time, I really liked Nightcrawler and his ability to teleport. Oh, yeah. Teleportation. Like, how cool would it be to be, like, in your bed, like, at night? Like, man, I really want a soda. And then teleport over to the refrigerator, open it, grab a soda, teleport back to bed. (laughs) Like... I don't know. That that was one of the things I always oh, wish I could do. Also, use the force. Ooh, that's a good one. I would yeah, use the yeah, force. The force, is, the force is strong with this one. Is the force technically like a telekinetic? Like yeah, the like force is all around us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I guess that would be a question. Do you like an you upside? Guys? There's a there's, you got the upside. I got the downside. There's good shorts. There's bad shorts. <laughs> <laughs> would you consider the force as a superpower uh, I guess yeah I, I would I would consider it a superpower I mean do you want to consider it a superpower so you can choose it as a superpower uh, I don't think that would be my superpower of choice but I guess for argument's sake I guess you'd have to consider the force a superpower because essentially it comes down to being telekinetic and Wait, so are the Jedi's just the mutant mutants of the galaxy far, far away? <laughs> no, see, they're the ones who can tap into the the, the, the Force. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like equivalent to like the mutants that we have here, right? Like uh, Professor Xavier, right? Yeah, because it's, uh, it is genetic. I mean, they look for yeah. the midichlorians inside your your bloodstream. <laughs> so therefore, yes, you have to be chosen. You have to have a specific. I don't know. They kind of they kind of like went away from that right in uh, uh, that second one in this last trilogy The Last Jedi is that what it's called is it yeah I think so remember there was like uh, they were basically basically the message was like if you believe hard enough and you want to be a Jedi you can because <laughs> there was like a little kid that was like oh, I really want to be a Jedi you know and then he like moved the broom I thought he <laughs> I thought he already had the ability to tap into the force and I thought that was the whole thing Right. Well, uh, I thought the whole him. the whole message was that like you know anybody can be special. <laughs> See, that's what happens when D- Disney took over. Yeah, they 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 made it so everyone could be, have the force. Well, the message the message just wasn't very clear. Yeah. At any rate, <laughs> yes, I think we can uh, we'll categorize uh, force uh, the force the yeah, force the force and as a superpower? force users as a superpowers. Yeah. Have you ever seen Clerks 2 where he talks about like the force and like just talks about like Transformers and just like this uber nerdy way? It's just kind of funny. Yeah. I, we're like Clerks a few two. seconds away from getting to that. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think we kind of went through that a little bit. Yeah. I, I think I, honestly, I um, there's just so many. But if I had one, it would probably be, I don't know. A flight would be kind of cool. Okay. <laughs> Just because well, airfare is so expensive these days. <laughs> like, if I got to go across the country, you But know? see, then you'd have all your friends saying, hey, Elliot, fly me to uh, Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so, so I mean, okay. So, for, for argument's sake, let's say you could have three. So, like, airfare, like, uh, flying. <laughs> um, would you have wings or would it be just, like, Superman and you'd be able to throw nah, yourself out of like window. Just like Superman now. I don't need wings. <laughs> you wouldn't have, like, eagle wings. <laughs> eagle wings. But think, like, like you could take your eagle wing and, like, throw it up in front of people's faces and be like, nah, I don't want to talk to you no more. Or it'd be like, they'd sneeze and you'd just be like, Whoosh, Yeah, but think way. about sitting in a chair. <laughs> like, or going to the bathroom. Like, that's, like, I, you can't, you can't I don't want wings. You can't be comfortable in a stall. Yeah, I can't live in a house with I, with wings. I have to go make a nest somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just not. It doesn't work. I don't know. No wings. No, no we're wings. Going, we're going Superman, levitating, like flying around. Yeah. So that wouldn't be flying. That would be levitation. Um, no, it would be flying. However, the physics works out for that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I heard that. No it. wings. <laughs> no wings. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. No wings. <laughs> no wings. What is it? Archangel? Archangel had yeah. wings, yeah. The hawk. Yeah. Hawk from uh, the Harvey Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, 
Pigeon Man from Hey Arnold. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> the Pigeon Man. Oh my Pigeon gosh. Man from Hey Arnold. <laughs> no, uh, I. You know, if I had a superpower, I would really prefer not to have one that leaves me deformed. <laughs> and like having like extra extremities, like wings or something like that. Like, I just that would be. Then you got everywhere you go, you gotta like explain. Yeah, you know this happened. It's my superpower. It's a superpower. <laughs> it's a little unco- uh, cumbersome. <laughs> I can fly and, and make wind with my wings. <laughs> you know? I think like, we can all make wind. <laughs> with my wings. <laughs> oh, man. No, but, like, yeah. I think Would you flying. be, like, colored, like, like a different color? Like, if that was your <laughs> if that was your superpower? Like, you know how, like, Nightcrawler was, like, blue? Oh, yeah, it was, like, or, like blue. Ooh. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember like the full backstory on Nightcrawler. I thought mm-hmm. he was like the son of Mystique. I have no clue. In in one iteration, he might have been the son of Ex- Mystique. Hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think I'd like to be blue. Blue. <laughs> I'd be blue, and have like dark blue hair. That'd be kind of cool. Like Although, all blue. He, oh, oh. but he also had like three fingers, like two fingers and one thumb. And I don't know if I could handle. I don't know if I could handle just having like. Um, he also had a tail, so. And I'm totally down with a tail. <laughs> I totally have a tail. Like, imagine all the cool Man. things you could do with a tail. <laughs> Pants would be weird, but I mean, a tail. You'd have incredibly good balance. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, so I'm I'm totally down for Nightcrawler esque. So Although I'd like you're locked in. This is your final answer. Oh man, Nightcrawler. Yeah, because one blue tail teleporting. Because at the same time, if, if I wanted to fly, what I could do is I could teleport myself like really high into the air and like fall Buzz Lightyear style with style down <laughs> towards the ground. Like I could have one of those wind suits. Just oh yeah. Like teleport myself up to the top of the mountain and jump off. <laughs> I think that'd be cool. That's pretty good. Teleportation. Like, um, do you remember that movie Jumper? Yeah. Oh, do you remember? We actually went to go see that together in <laughs> Arizona in huh? for uh, the herd show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we like walked over or skated. So over let me get this right. Movie. I'm busy working, and you guys <laughs> go see a movie. Yeah, hey, man. We didn't. I, we didn't have a booth. <laughs> just, I mean, I was working. I just wasn't working. Working. Oh, man. Yeah, it's like when I was around, there wasn't a whole lot of work that got done because you know I I was I wasn't <laughs> in the business, you know. I was just there to have fun. You you were manual labor. I think that was the thing is like both of us were young and we we were more manual labor. <laughs> yeah. So our superpower during that time was strength, <laughs> like roadies, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, we come in, we help set up, and then we you know you guys do the show. Hey, have a good show. We'll be back later. You know, <laughs> yeah. Come in and help tear <laughs> feed down. you guys, and then send you on your way. <laughs> that's like that's kind of been like my gig for like <laughs> anytime anybody needs help. It's always like, yeah, help me come set up, <laughs> set up, and then leave, and then help them come break it down, or <laughs> like movers, or yeah, like even helping yeah, helping people move into their house. Yeah, <laughs> see, like, that would be a business right there. You should put a business card together, they get a hold that. of all these native artists, and be like. <laughs> I'll set you up. I'll break you down. You don't have to do anything. We'll get you loaded up you, and on you your get, way. You hire me and my boys, and we'll give you a discount. <laughs> if we break anything, that's on you. But <laughs> Show us your CIB, and we get a special <laughs> indigenous discount. Oh, just on, just like on a side note, the indigenous discount, is, I believe, is a real thing. It is. Where? Just in general? It, it's like one of those off-the-menu things. Yeah. Like you, you, you gotta like go into In and Out. You gotta say the right thing. Be like, hey, do I get an indigenous discount? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, use the right words. I think it's one of those things that's implied. If you're that, indigenous and you're doing business with other indigenous people, there should be like an implied discount. Yes. I think that would be my superpower as it is now, <laughs> na- being native. That's, that's we have superpowers. We have the superpower. It's the indigenous discount. Mostly, mostly when dealing with other indigenous artists, that's kind of, it's kind of how that goes. Yeah, it's one of the perks of being a, you know, an artist. 
Wait, so what, what's your superpower? What, what superpower? You what know, superpower you, would you choose? I would be the beast. Like I would like rip your arms off and then like be shouting equals MC square and like doing like quantum <laughs> physics while like going chilling, ape chilling shit. on the <laughs> chilling on the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging upside down. Yeah. You'd be hairy though. Would you be hairy? Uh yeah. I, I guess with a little hair for a little hair. strength. <laughs> He had, well, like, super dexterity. See, I guess it depends on which beast we're talking about. Are we talking about the X-Men comic beast where he just is blue or, like, the CGI version where he's, like, furry, like, you know, furry? I thought he... Beast was not a furry. <laughs> I think he's always been... Furry. Hairy. Has, has he always been hairy? Yeah, and played by Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, but yeah, uh, even in the movies, he was still hairy. He oh. just wore suits. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, because okay. he was like a, a congressman. He's a real oh. hairy dude. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> I, I don't. I've never seen that much of Kelsey Grammer. I don't know if Kelsey Grammer. Was oh, that you haven't hairy. seen season two of Frasier then. A little ham and eggs action coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, all right, so. so so you'd have you'd have all the powers of beast, including the uh, the intellect, and the dexterity and every uh, the strength and everything. Yeah, I think that's that's a good good mix. All right, like, well, <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast. All right, well, we, we got the answers there. I guess uh, you're here. We got to the bottom of that. Everybody gets one. Well, no, the, the three, three. So, oh, like, three. Te- yeah. teleportation, I don't know. Yeah, like, tell, for- tell them, Mal, everybody gets three. You get three. You get three. I guess everybody gets three. Like, three wishes. <laughs> three wishes. <laughs> three upset bat. And, and if the first two the first two don't count, if you don't want them to. Okay, so I would be, like, have the, the beast powers. I'd, I think I would fly. I'd be a flying beast. <laughs> And then give me some like Wolverine claws, you know, just just be all around freak. <laughs> so if you got the Wolverine claws, would you have the ability to heal? I think that's his power, right? That is He's the, the power. power. And then they just then they were like, oh hey, this guy can't die. Let's put some metal in him. <laughs> it depends on which universe you're talking about, because I mean, he has the bone claws to begin with, and then oh yeah, he got true. the adam adamantium oh that's right yeah adhered to his skeleton well then yeah you'd have to have healing powers right because otherwise yeah you'd have to survive <laughs> he's just be bleeding out the <laughs> knuckles he'd be dying every time you take the claws out <laughs> have you ever noticed that like the native superheroes that are out there are kind of cheesy yeah wait like, what are what are the native superheroes i don't think i've ever uh warpath warpath was one warpath. have you seen that one <laughs> Like commercial where they're like making fun of it and they're all do something and it's like the native superhero and he's like just beating a drum. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what is that That's supposed my to be? <laughs> Supersonic. Uh, yeah. or drum playing. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. They had. Uh, do you remember what his name was? Mortal Kombat. The. They had the native guy in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, native uh, Mortal Kombat. They have a native guy. Hmm. Um Circle back to me. Do you guys remember, uh, so the Suicide Squad, you remember that movie? I actually heard Jackie Chan was part Navo. (laughs) (laughs) You just derailed the... If I could have a superpower, it would be to be Jackie Chan. (laughs) To beat him or be Jackie Chan? No, be Jackie Chan. (laughs) Everybody's talking about beaten Jackie Chan. I don't think Can't anybody be. could beat Jackie Chan. I don't think so either. That's why you'd want it to be the power. You know? I mean, he's a drunken boxer. <laughs> oh, that's a good movie. That is a good movie. It's a really good movie. movie. No, but like in in the Suicide Squad, right? Yeah. The, do you remember how they did Adam Beach? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, like your superpowers is that you can <laughs> tie really good knots. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I'm going to, uh, he was like, he was just like the token character to like show off how the like explosives in the head go off. Because <laughs> he he's like, I'm out of here. And he like, <laughs> like starts like swinging off on a rope or something. And they're like, okay. And then he, like, they made him wear that wig that was just like, come on. Like <laughs> anybody. Bad. Yeah. Come on. 
uh, and his outfit, I think he's just like wearing like a noose with like a knot. Like, Something oh, like that. It was like, seriously? Like the lamest, like the first Super. time we have like a, a native actor like in a major <laughs> major role and then he dies five he dies, seconds in. Yeah, he dies first and he's like, the he didn't even get belt. to kill an alien. Come on. <laughs> didn't get to fight anything. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I'd... I found it. I found it. The oh, okay. Mortal Kombat Native American dude. He, his name is Nightwolf. And uh, I believe from what I can remember is like his power is he like prays to his ancestors. So he's like throws his hands up and he's like, ancestors, help me. And he like can like spawn uh, like tomahawks and knives and stuff in his hands. So he spawns <laughs> weapons. And Could you like imagine spiritual power. like if that was your power and you were like in a math test in school? Would you like, ancestors, help me. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> grandson. I don't know. Answer number 24 is, uh, looks like it's going to be B. Yeah. <laughs> Grandson, always, always, always choose C. <laughs> they designed these tests. C is always your best choice. It's like, wait, you don't even have the actual answer. You just, I didn't call upon you for your best guess. Oh my gosh. That, that so reminds me of, uh, what is it? A uh, hot rod. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hot rod. <laughs> Ancestors help me. We shall help you. <laughs> and then he calls on, uh, like, the uh, spirit of the eagle. Spirit of the bald, uh, bald eagle. Spirit of the... Of, like, the fox. The fox. And the gold, uh, the bald eagle, the bottled nose uh, yeah, dolphin. dolphin. <laughs> it's like flipper. <laughs> Oh man, Hot Rod's a good movie. Hot Rod's a good movie. I feel like it was underappreciated in its time. Oh, his dance sequence was was uh, awesome, and yeah. then it just led to like that moment when he falls on, rolls down that hill, just kind of became iconic for him for yeah. a while. Yeah. That's Andy Samberg, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was like one of his first like. Well, that was the first movie I think that he directed and wrote. Uh, with his Lonely <laughs> Island crew guys. Do you think being funny is a superpower? Oh, or oh, would be? Man. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm really thinking it's flight. <laughs> I would rather be able to make people laugh than be able to fly across the country. <laughs> no, I don't think comedy is a superpower. <laughs> and if that's the case, if, if comedy is a superpower, then, like, what was it, uh... Jerry Seinfeld, all the all the comedians would be would be superheroes. We have heroes, guys. <laughs> They're among us. They're among us. We have heroes. They're called comedians. <laughs> they spread joy and laughter out to the world. They're called laugh doctors. <laughs> laugh doctors. <laughs> and mostly they just observe things. <laughs> like have you ever, guys? Have you guys ever noticed about peanuts, airlines, and peanuts? What's hey, up with that? What's the deal with airline peanuts? <laughs> um, cool. yeah, superpowers. <laughs> I don't have a lot to say on the topic of superpowers. I don't know. I, there's just so many that I'm like, I would rather just like, if there was a big like, <laughs> a big wheel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just spin it. I'd rather just like have all of it on there. Just, just, <laughs> just like roll the, <laughs> roll the. Roll the dice, you know, because it's like I, I would, you, you, I would choose flight, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, man, I wish I was teleporting. Or, oh man, <laughs> wish I was invisible. <laughs> you know, it's just like, always looking into somebody else's cup and being like, man, that looks cool. Yeah, there's just so many powers, you know, and uh, it's just kind of like I don't, I don't know, I can't. Way to go, Stanley. Yeah, thanks, Stanley. <laughs> Giving me too many choices, <laughs> making too many cool, cool powers. It's like Spider Man. That's kind of, that's kind of cool, right? And 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 fascinating that he had such an imagination oh, to like yeah. create these characters and have like specific powers for each of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. You there's know how much dialogue crossover. that took, like in his own head, to yeah. sit there and think about a backstory for each. Yeah, person? yeah. And then yeah, the backstories yeah. themselves for the people. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, I saw uh, one of those viral videos that had been going around about how he came up with Spider-Man and basically the fact that he made a made a conscious decision that he would be like a teenager 
versus like uh, an adult hmm. um, and how he had basically written the whole backstory, called him Spider-Man and everything. And his uh, agent or whoever was in charge of him was like, I don't know, that's not a great idea. And he eventually like went through with it and um, they ended up uh, uh, getting a great review for Spider-Man. And therefore, his agent came back and was like, oh, my gosh, that was such a great idea. You know, I can't believe we came up with this idea. And he's like, we, yeah, you know, what's this, I came what's up this with we? <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you this. Do you view Batman as a superhero? He's a villain. Because he just has money, right? Like oh, he's, he's a just, super villain. Is he a super villain? He's a super villain. He's a supervillain because you think about it. Okay. Uh, I'm stealing this whole argument from, uh, what's his name? Uh, this uh, TikToker. He's really cool. Uh, Michael the Stallion, I think his name is. And his whole thing is that um, Batman, he's extremely wealthy. And how did he get his wealth? By opening up a hospital. And what happens is he goes and uh, the Joker hires a bunch of random dudes to come in and move his product, move all of his boxes and crates. They don't know what's inside the boxes and crates. They're just there and trying to move stuff. And then he jumps in, beats everyone up, and therefore collects the money from them having to go to the hospital (laughs) as insurance. (laughs) And so he's getting paid twice to beat up people. It's a big racket. He's a big racketeer. And then on top of that, he could easily take all his money and go and help people and and uh infuse that into the infrastructure so that way he could uh so that way people wouldn't have to take jobs from the Joker and Penguin and all these crazy supervillains. It's like what kind of job market do you uh, do you live in that you have to take a job from a dude wearing makeup and threatening to blow up your city? Like, come on. And in the fact that like, okay, so if we go back to uh, what was it, nipples and no nipples movie, he that's that's the one with uh, Mr. Ice and and yeah, George Clooney, Batman and Robin, yeah, Batman, and Mr. Freeze, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Freeze, oh, what was it? <laughs> Mr. Freeze is trying to uh, combat global warming, and uh, Poison Ivy is trying to increase the rainforest. Like oh, yeah. these are the yeah. things that we've been trying to do for years. <laughs> And, and these two things like, nope, <laughs> not in my town. You gotta shut that down. <laughs> and he does that, and so he he ultimately is the supervillain. I could see that. Okay, you made me a believer. I'm just upset. I still Batman. like Batman though. <laughs> yeah, he's got the cool gadgets. Oh man, the Dark Knight. Talk about a <laughs> talk about a uh, cinema experience, man. Well, he beats up a man with mental illness. Like, come on. Well. <laughs> Trying to ruin Batman, okay? <laughs> Hashtag have... cancel Batman. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't cancel him. If I if you cancel him, there's nothing left for me to dislike about him. <laughs> him and Superman. Superman's overrated. I'll uh, give you that one. I'll give you that one. I don't know. I'm partial to the Man of Steel. He's he's he he gets taken down by a glowing red uh, green rock. Like that's it. <laughs> nothing else nothing else can touch him so therefore everyone has to come up with this uh, glow, uh kryptonite the green rock everybody's got a weakness <laughs> <laughs> it's his one weakness in lois lane uh, yeah i mean i don't know <laughs> no argument on, on yeah man, was. <laughs> sorry <All right. laughs> wow man what why are we bashing these, these superheroes that don't exist? <laughs> I'm just angry. I'm just angry about superheroes that, that don't make any sense. <laughs> Peter Parker. <laughs> Peter Parker. Oh man. Well All that's right. why that's why I'm a fan of Marvel versus DC. Like Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like I like Marvel. I, what I like about Marvel comics is that I feel like it brings it back into a little bit more i mean it's still superheroes but it's a little more based in reality i feel like i never really got into like comic books like that or like superheroes like that 
but when Ninja Turtles came out, oh mm. man, that hooked me. Like karate oh, and pizza and pizza Ninjas and, half and half shell. samurai swords. Like that that mm. was just that was so cool. I totally feel that. Yeah. And it was like it was something from <laughs> like it felt like it was something from, you know, overseas. So like you wanted to find out everything you could about the backstory of, you know, these four turtles, you know, and you know, you're a little kid, so you know, you bought into it, but you know, Ninja Turtles, I think, was probably one of the coolest. I don't know a whole lot about Ninja Turtles. Just yeah, that was right. Pizza. That was right in the eighties, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, right late eighties. Late eighties. <laughs> late eighties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ninja Turtles. I remember um, uh, one of our cousins had. Uh, I think it was on the Super Nintendo. They had like the Ninja Turtles <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah. That and was, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> It was, I mean, it was cool, but it was such a hard game. <laughs> and we always got to a certain level. And we were just like, all right, that's it. Because <laughs> we're never going to make it past this. So let's just stop. <laughs> well, they made the the, um, the villains like super OP. <laughs> overpowered. Mm-hmm. They were super overpowered. And, and that's that was the difficult thing. I mean, I feel like that like as a kid, like growing up and trying to play video games like that. I mean, what was it? We had... Um, the Lion King. Do you oh, remember yeah, playing yeah. that? That was a cool game. That was the, a cool uh, game. Sega. Yeah. But it was ridiculously hard to get yeah. past like certain, like what was it? The It was elephants. almost unwinnable. Yeah. Oh, and it was funny because back then there was no like saving your game really. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Like, you to be perfect if you died, it took you all the way back to level one. <laughs> it was like, oh man, I got to level two. I was about to jump on the ostrich and I missed it. And <laughs> that was my last life. And now yeah. it's like, <laughs> like start over kid. Yeah. Whereas like today kids are like, oh man, like I'm about to fight this boss. Let me just go ahead and save it. And then you know, or I you can look it up on the internet and yeah, figure out you how figure to, out exactly how to do it. No, you yeah. had to go to your older brother or your dad and hope that they're better at video games than you are. That's funny. I remember. Um, so I had a we had a Super Nintendo, and uh, was going to a cousin's house, and I was trying to get it like I was trying to we were gonna play it, you know, and I was like trying to get it hooked up to the TV, and I was just like a little kid, you know. Um, and, uh, I remember his dad, like my uncle was like, he could, like, I was like, they're color coded, <laughs> it's color coded, oh, just no. put it in. And for some reason, like they couldn't figure it out. And he's like, no, let's, let's, let's just not, let's not do this. I don't want to blow my TV up. <laughs> like, blow your TV up. It's color coded. I, like, I was like, the yellow goes with the yellow, the white with the white and the red with the red. <laughs> Come on. And so we had, we didn't end up getting to play uh yeah, Donkey Kong. <laughs> which like, is which is hilarious because that <laughs> that's like the the flavor of of that time is like people were like so blown away by video games and video game systems that they were like yeah, I don't I don't know how to handle this. And it's like, dude, you just plug in the wires <laughs> and that's it. And they're like but when I touch the TV, it makes prickly noises, and <laughs> I do this, and 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 you know, I still have to turn my the TV dial with a with the pliers, and I'm not sure if it's gonna work, and so let <laughs> let's let's not do that. Let's just not. <laughs> it's like, oh come on! I was like, and I was like a little kid, and I'm like, you know, like I could I could hook it up, but he wouldn't let me, you know. And I was like, ah, all right, I guess we won't. He's like, play. you know, Ella, this if I let you touch it, it could blow. <laughs> Like what's gonna happen? You're gonna be running (laughs) the run out of the house while it blows up. (laughs) Which is funny because now the these people are the same people who are asking to reset their uh, Wi-Fi. Yeah. Oh, how times have changed. Do you guys remember like TVs back in the day, man? Oh man, like, like I remember we had this TV at the house. It barely had any hookups for like, you know, like audio visual stuff, <laughs> yeah. you know, but it was, it was weird. Cause it was a TV. It sat on the floor. It had like a slightly little base, you know, a little base to it, but it was super heavy and it had like faux wood paneling on the outside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it was funny cause it, we, we, we like, we, we, we use that TV <laughs> and, uh, eventually it just like started to kind of like it would go it would go like fuzzy screen it would groan on you go yeah like well you'd get like (laughs) you'd get like the snow would come in and and some lines would come through as you're watching like tv 
And like uh, we figured out after a while, you had to come up to the side of it and give it a good <laughs> boom, smack it, <laughs> and it would like come back in perfect. And all right. But it got to a point where it was like every two minutes you were up there banging on the side of the TV. And like, you know, I was we weren't going to like open it up because I was just a kid. Like you yeah. didn't see what the problem oh was. But it was like, okay, well, well, this works. And then eventually when I just, you know, that eventually became my TV in my room. <laughs> and it took up a good portion. My room was tiny, but it took up a good portion. And just, just hear banging coming from your yeah, room. <laughs> yeah, it was just like Boom, you know, and I, I don't know. You know, it's kind of like, a, have you ever heard that like phrase where people are like, at some point when you were a kid, you, you went outside to play with your friends for the last time. Yeah, have you ever heard of that? It's like, oh, it's just being nostalgic. No. That's how I was. I didn't realize there would be a, a that last time when I would hit the TV, <laughs> it just wouldn't, <laughs> just wouldn't ever be come back again. It was over. <laughs> You know what's bad? You know what's bad is the other day. So we had a, a Samsung TV. And, like, half the screen, like, went out on us. And, like, my first instinct wasn't to, like, look it up on YouTube and see if there's something I could <laughs> fix or something. I just walked up to it and I started smacking the side of it. <laughs> like, that work. was going to work. work. Like, like, LEDs, come on, work, work. <laughs> Recalibrate. Oh, was it violent recalibration is uh, how you fix things? <laughs> man. Yeah. Kids today will never know that struggle of having... Uh, electronics where you had to just like bang the heck out of it or to get blow, it to work or blow on it, <laughs> blow on it. oh yeah the, yeah cleaning out nintendo. your nintendo your yeah your nintendo cartridges Man. you guys still have your nintendo right yeah, yeah. From, that's cool from the 80s man, man my i sold my my super nintendo i mean so, it was a newer one but i sold it when i was like really young really at a garage sale and my the, parents the only reason why that me. thing lasted was because like we were by no means people of means right <laughs> and so we ended up getting it after like nintendo the craze had already gone on and there was like nintendo super nintendo right yeah so nobody wanted the original one mm-hmm. and so like we went in one day and we just saw it and we were like hey we bought it and that's how we ended up with it. Well, like during that time, like you bought something, you took care of it in yeah. a way of like, <laughs> yeah. like reverence, like, all right, let, let's go ahead and take it. Like, I remember the days before no Nintendo. <laughs> so, Man, like, yeah. like, I still do that with all the, my stuff. The little, yeah. little button yeah. so soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that with all my stuff. Like I keep my like original boxes that stuff comes in because I'm like, okay, when I'm not going to use it, I just put it back in the box that was made for it. And it's not going to like, you know, like you just, yeah, you, you, and I think it's just out of necessity because you're like, if I break this, I know there's not going to be another one. You know what I mean? Like I got to really take care of this thing. Well, this is how bad it is. Like I remember back like maybe five years ago, it was around the time when I, five years ago, when I finally decided that like it was okay to remove the original plastic that comes on your like on your phone, like yeah. it comes out of the box and you're like, I'm going to leave that plastic on there because it's going to protect it from something. And then you leave it on there for a long time. I finally broke myself of that habit and I started oh, yeah. taking them off. Yeah. It's funny when that when you do that and like everything else that wasn't covered gets worn <laughs> and yeah. then you go to peel it off and it's like really nice and clean. <laughs> it's like you can just you can definitely tell where the plastic was protecting it the whole time. Yeah. Oh, my kids were laughing at me because I bought a new basketball and I was like, we can't play with this one outside. This one is indoor. <laughs> like, indoor <"Dad."> basketball. <laughs> well, dad, come on. Yeah, it's funny, right? Like I made like... him play with the old nasty like smooth like sun bleached There's one. There's no grip on it or anything. <laughs> you guys have fun with this one. Yeah. Yeah, man. at some point you're kind of like, man, I guess I bought this for a reason. I should probably use it. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to break yourself of those habits though. It's, those are tough habits to break. It's like our, it's like our grandparents having the, the, what was it? The, um, oh yeah. Depression the, mode. Yeah. The great like, depression mode. We like have like a PTSD of being poor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's weird, right? Because like, you're not a kid, you have your own money yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I could just, a basketball i could buy another one for 20 bucks yeah. but you're like no i don't want to go out and scuff this up <laughs> we're just gonna hold on to this for a little bit oh man walking around with, sh- with uh tissue boxes on my feet the <laughs> <Yes>. little uh f- f- yeah feet <laughs> feet booties <laughs> oh man cool all right well, well that was good that was a good discussion yeah. guys i yeah. always enjoy talking with you guys and guys remember um now that we're coming to the end of the show right now uh, just remember, if you have any questions, you want to 
weigh in on any of the topics that we had today, you can DM us at Off the Reservation Podcast. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Oh, thanks. and re- remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe to us. Subscribe. Subscribe. Su- <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> hip, awesome. hip, hip, hip hop. Hip hop. You don't stop. <laughs> Catch you guys next week. Hip hop anonymous. <laughs>